So it was the summer before my junior year, and I decided to move off campus with two close friends. When one of them had to drop out because she ended up moving home for family, she was subbed in by someone named Rochelle, who Meg vouched for and said was really awesome. I was apprehensive because I had only met Rochelle a handful of times that year, but I didn't want to make a fuss and everything was already in motion, so I went along with it to be cool. So we moved into a really adorable three-bedroom, new Victorian off-campus, and Rochelle brought her dog from home. He was a chocolate lab named Lucky. I'm not really a dog person, was more of a cat person, but I went with it to be cool. And that first semester, things were awesome. We had parties, we went to football games together, everything was iry, it was great. But then the seas of the honeymoon phase started to swirl with turbulence, hard and strong. I started realizing some of my clothes were missing from my closet. Then my food became disappearing from the pantry. When I found Rochelle red-handed wearing my skirt, she claimed innocence saying that she didn't know it was mine, she thought it was hers. <laughs> she got a new boyfriend and he started staying around all the time, like every day for weeks. I got a lock on my door, I just went straight to my room, avoided the common areas, I wanted to keep it cool. But the thing that nearly broke me that winter semester was the treatment of poor Lucky. Rochelle neglected Lucky. He was in his cage all day long. He would whimper at night, his whimpering mingling with my dreams of anxiety and living in this crazy place. And I felt for this poor dog, this poor animal. So I started taking Lucky out for walks. I started brushing his hair, which had become matted to his body until it started to gloss in and shine again. And I felt that with spring semester coming, we were near the light at the end of the tunnel. We were gonna get rid of Rochelle. Lucky was gonna make it to some beautiful farm. I was gonna make it to the end of my lease. We were nearly through it. We just had to keep our cool, the two of us. So I had stayed up late one night studying for our early morning exam, stayed up all night studying, went to the exam, came home, and found the front door was unlocked, which was terrifying living off campus in Ohio State, which was kind of a shady area. So I came inside wondering if we had gotten burglarized, looked around corners, made sure there was nobody hiding there to jump out at me, locked the door, went up to my room, and fell into a deep sleep. I was exhausted. Hours later, I woke up, looked at my phone, and realized I had missed tons of calls from Rochelle, text messages. I read them, and they got more and more frantic of her asking me if I was at home. She was trying to come home. She was locked out. Where was I? She had left the place unlocked just for a minute, and the door was locked when she came back. Where was I? So I texted her back, yes, I'm in the house. If you want to come in, just knock. I'll come and let you in. So she knocked on the door, I opened it up, and she immediately went into yelling at me for locking her out of the house. 
and I had kept my cool for so long, and so many things had happened, but I could not keep my cool any longer, and I opened up. I said, what is wrong with you for leaving the door unlocked in the first place? We're three women who live off campus by ourselves. What are you doing losing your key? Why are you so irresponsible? Do I need to get you a keychain so you can attach it to your hip? Like, I just went in on her, and I said, I know you were stealing my clothes. I know you were eating my food, but the worst is what you've done to your dog. I've had to take care of your dog for months. You're a shit human being for what you've done to this dog. You don't even deserve this dog's loyalty. I went in on her. She was crying. I didn't care. She needed to hear about herself. So eventually I was done. I had made my point. I went back upstairs. I felt good. <laughs> Hours later, I hear loud knocking on my door. Open up, you bitch. I'm like, who is that? It's Rochelle's boyfriend. I'm gonna kill you for what you said to my girl. How dare you? He's screaming at me through the door, banging at the door, threatening my life for yelling and making his girlfriend cry. So I tell him, I'm calling the police right now. You're in my home. I'm on the lease. Please stay here until the police come. So I called the cops. As I waited for the cops come, I called my mother. Now, I lived in Cincinnati, Ohio. That was where my mother was. But I was on campus in Columbus. And it takes approximately two hours to get from Cincinnati to Columbus. My mother made it in an hour flat. <laughs> when she arrived and the cops arrived, he was gone. He and Rochelle had left. I gave them a full statement the entire time. My mother is just shaking her head terrorized that this has happened to me. The cops talk to my mom, make sure I'm gonna be safe for the night. They eventually leave. My mom says, pack up everything now. And that night, in the middle of spring semester, I moved off of campus. I ended up finishing the rest of the semester remotely, came back and forth to do my campus classes. But my mother's final word on that was, you cannot live with someone you don't know, which was true. And what I really learned about the experience was that I need to trust myself. I had tried to keep it cool, and I had not listened to my instincts all along the way. From the very first point when she said, hey, I know someone, I should have said no. I need to know that person. I also realized through the experience that I became a dog person because I really missed Lucky and I still think about him and I hope he's well. I hope he made it onto the farm. I hope if Rochelle still has him, she turned into some kind of human being worthy of a beautiful dog. But sometimes I work with young kids and they ask about the college experience and a common anxiety is, what if I don't get along with my roommate? And having lived through a hellish roommate experience, I honestly tell them my short answer, which is, you might actually learn a lot about yourself if you survive living with a difficult person. And you might become a dog person if you're lucky. Thank you.